to the Overgivers Anonymous podcast. My name is Angela Mondor, also known as the Geeky Girl. In this podcast, we're going to be talking about some amazing things to help you get over overgiving. Hi, and welcome to this episode of the Overgivers Anonymous podcast. Okay. You know, this is is going to be an interesting thing for me today to talk to you about. I know that You've probably heard this before, talking about in your business, on your business, what it looks like to work in it versus on it, those kinds of things. And you've probably heard this a few times, and that's totally okay. So let's dig into it a little bit, and who knows? Maybe I've got a different mindset than you've heard before. All right. So when I talk about working on it versus in it, one of the things I like to think about is working smarter, not harder. So when we're looking at how we are uh, working inside our business, I mean, obviously there is the doing, right? The stuff that we do for our clients, the stuff that we, are, the, the things that we have to do in order for our clients to be happy and successful with what they're doing. And so then there's, then there's the growing of our own business as well. So there's sort of that different pieces of in versus on. So we tend to put a lot more effort or a lot more mm, value, shall I say, to the stuff that we do when we're talking about working in the business. We tend to think about, oh, I need to make sure I'm getting my client work done. I need to make sure that my clients are happy. I, and it's business clients, clients, clients. But when we don't focus on our business, and when, we're, when we leave that piece out, when we leave the piece of our business out, we are definitely strangling ourselves. When you have lots of clients, you don't see a problem. But when all of a sudden the clients drop off, you're like, oh my gosh, why did that happen? It's the roller coaster. So balancing the time between in your business and on your business is what's going to give you that difference, keep you off the roller coaster. You want to make sure that balancing that time that you're finished, that you're working inside your business and on your business will help you so that you see less of that roller coaster motion inside your business. So in terms of what's the difference and working in your business is when you are getting your work done for your clients, when you got your head down, when you're just in do mode, that's working in your business. Working on your business, however, is when you're working on things like growing your business, strategy, planning, high level relationships, building those relationships, that is working on your business. Now, we often say it's very, you want to be careful not to be busy, not just to do busy work. You want to do controlled and action-taking stuff inside your business. And we tend to feel that when we're working in the business, that's action-based. And we tend to feel like planning and strategy and building relationships is more like busy work. And it can However, you can also have very focused action that is working on your business as well, okay? Both things are essential for your business. You can't have one without the other, and you notice that when you have a fantastic run where you have a lot of clients and you're really, really busy and you're busy working in it, and then all of a sudden it drops off, you're like, oh, wait a minute, what happened? And that's what I'm talking about. So you need to make sure that there's enough time and energy that you're putting towards the on your business piece so that you don't feel that drop off. Um, there'll always be ups and downs. Generally, that's the truth. But you don't want to have like massive gorges of down. You just want to have little blips. Okay. 
So how do you secure the future of your business? Because we don't, I mean, I don't like it when there's massive gaps, when there's these huge downfalls, downturns in the business and the, the upturns feel great, but the downs suck. So how do we secure our future? And that is the truth where that's where we start to look. How do I make sure that that trajectory doesn't have so many downs in it? And that's securing our business. So there needs to be work that you're doing in your business. And that's just the truth. But there also needs to be the work on your business. They both are important and balancing them is essential. Now, balance does not mean 50-50, okay? There will be times when working in your business takes up more time than on your business and vice versa. It's about balancing what the needs of the business are right now. You'll hear me say this a few times. Um, Years ago, I used to think, oh, my business is my baby. And really... One of the best lessons I learned from one of my coaches was your business is not your baby. Your business is a business and you needed to treat it as such. So instead of thinking about what would Angela do, it's what does geeky girl the business require right now so that Angela can do what needs to be done for the business. And that's when you start to pull yourself away from it. When you start to take, oh, it's not my baby. Now you can look at it and say, what does the business require? This is what's going to help you secure your business so that you are more successful as you move forward, that you are going to be hitting these things that you're looking for. So for your business to grow and to have a future, you need to plan. You can obviously fly by the seat of your pants. And if you have uh, done that up till now, maybe you have seen some success. It's not a long-term win. That's for sure. So as much as you don't want to um, hustle all the time, you also don't want to be flying by the seat of your pants all the time. When we do that, what ends up happening is we are, we burn out easier. We're overwhelmed so much easier. And we don't even know where we've thrown the spaghetti, right? You know how you throw spaghetti against, like, it's just, you have no idea what's happening and where things are going. So making a plan is really, really important. Your plan is not a turn-by-turn GPS guideline on how to run your business. In fact, your plan is simply just the compass point. I'm moving in this direction. And so sometimes we need to adjust, whether we're adjusting for our own personal needs, for our family's needs, for the business, for the marketplace. There's all kinds of different reasons why we would adjust our plan as we move throughout the year. But we always know where that compass point is going. And so, like I said, not turn-by-turn GPS, simply a compass point in that plan. And it gives you that ability to adjust where you're heading so that you can actually make those adjustments that are going to be, that are going to benefit you, your family and the business. But planning goes nowhere without actions. I know sucks, right? You can create as many beautiful vision boards. You can create fantastic, beautiful plans of where you're going to do. But if you don't take actions, you're not going to go anywhere. You Okay. You won't go as fast and as far as you'd like. How's that? Because the subconscious of your brain actually does value putting things on paper or creating those vision boards. It is a piece of the process and you will get sort of towards that area if you just set it and forget it but you can make huge strides. You you can make massive motions towards your goals if you're not only just writing it down and setting it and forgetting it, but also 
choosing the actions that you want to take to move forward inside uh, your business towards those goals as well. So that's where your actions come in. You have to work to make sure that you are creating the right kind of energy that you are putting towards, towards that action so that you can actually accomplish your goals. Something else I like to talk about is your circle of brilliance. The more successful your business becomes, the bigger your business becomes, the more money that your business generates, the more you can focus on your own circle of brilliance because you can start to hire people to take on things that you're not awesome at. Now, here's another saying that's really important. Just because you can doesn't mean to say you should. And this is so true when it comes to things in your business. Just because you can fix that computer doesn't mean to say you should, right? I started in IT. That's what I did. I fixed computers. I ran cables. I fixed printers. That was my thing. But when I buy a laptop, I make sure that I buy it with the appropriate coverage so that when it goes down, I'm not fixing it anymore. Somebody else is coming to fix it so that I can stay in my circle of brilliance and I can work on the things that I need to work on while somebody else is fixing my computer. These are decisions that are important to make inside your business. And the more and more time you spend in your circle of brilliance, whatever that happens to be for your business, then the more times you can say, oh, that's not on my plate. I need to give that to somebody else. That needs to be put onto somebody else's plate. Everybody gets to work in their own circle of brilliance around you. You work in your own circle of brilliance, taking the actions that you've chosen towards your plan. And man, you can move mountains when you start to do things like that. Okay. Uh, There's no way I could get all the things done that I do in my business on a day-to-day basis if it wasn't for my team. I can't get all those things done on my own. And having them allows us as a team to move so much further. So that's an important piece of making sure you're securing the future of your business. So there's this now concept of, okay, so how do I get out of working in the business and spend more time working on the business? As the business owner, like I said, just in a little bit ago, you can actually start to hire out people who can start to work with you inside your business. So If you have busy work that needs to be done and it needs to be done, it's not just busy where you're taking up time. Think about whether or not you could hire somebody to get that work done so that you can spend time doing things that nobody else can do. Nobody else can show up and be on this podcast and do the voice for this podcast because it's my voice. No, not yet have I hired a deep fake. Haven't done it yet. Nobody else can show up with my face on TikTok. Nobody else can show up on video with my clients like I can on our video calls. Those things I have to be present for. The rest, eventually I can get all of the rest onto somebody else's shoulders. But in the meantime, what are the things that are really important for me to offload right now? So when you're thinking about that, it's about choosing to make sure that you are staying in your circle of brilliance and then finding people who can help you work on your business and in your business and that they're working in their circle of brilliance as well, okay? You need to work on your business, and that means that you need to outsource things that need to get done for your business to continue to run. If you are, I mentioned this before, I, my t- there's no way I could get things done that I can get done as, there's no way that Geeky Girl the Business can get the work done that it gets done if I didn't have a team. 
Angela does not have that many hours in the day that she's willing to dedicate to working. I, I started this business for a reason. I wanted to impact people. I wanted to change lives. I wanted to make sure that people built businesses that they loved. I want to make sure that people build a sustainable business that they can show up to every day and be joyful and enjoy being part of that life. I want that for me too. And part of that means restricting my hours. I not restricting, but choosing which hours I want to work. If I work these hours, there's no way that I'm going to be able to produce the amount that I do. There's no way I'm going to be able to do all those things. I need a team to do that. I need a team to help me to grow this business. And therefore, when you're looking at how do I spend more time, how do I get more time? It's about buying time from other people, making sure that you're bringing the right people in, right bums in the right seats so that you can succeed as a business as well. And, you know, they get the buy-in on your business so that they're working for those same goals as well. So that's how you need to get this done. And it doesn't have to be hiring a full-time person. It doesn't have to be hiring a massive team of 10. You don't want to just buckshot, you know, like hire a whole bunch of people and fire a bunch of people and hire a bunch of people and fire a bunch of people. I mean, that's just a nightmare. Well, the first person I hired inside my business was my bookkeeper who once a year put my stuff together for me for taxes. That's outsourcing. And that was only one person who worked with me once a year. And then I hired somebody to help me with writing my blog posts. And they spent, I don't know, an hour a week, maybe a couple hours a week. I don't know. That was years ago now. I mean, now she's a, she works inside the business and she's, she spends multiple hours inside the business every week. And she is a very integral part. She's my number one VA inside the business. And she's my ride or die when it comes to all the things that we put together that I have hired people on short-term contracts over the time as well. I've hired some copywriters. I've hired some web developers. Uh, you know, there's a bunch of different things that have come along about a year and a half ago now, maybe about a year ago. I also hired my friend. She's also my neighbor and she helps inside the business as our communications coordinator. And she works several hours inside the business now too. This is growth. Okay. This doesn't happen overnight. The things that I mentioned happened over years. And so don't think, oh, I need to hire a whole bunch of people today. Instead, look at what is causing you the most strain, the most pain, and figure out what can I outsource now that's going to reduce my biggest pain, my biggest strain, so that I can then have uh, something removed off of my plate so I can spend more time working in my circle of brilliance. That's what it is, okay? Because... When you are working inside your business and you're working on it, you're moving your needle forward. The business then can grow. And so your plan is what you want to use to guide you when it comes to creating that non-negotiable list of items from your goals. They're going to help you get there. Those action items that you've decided or you're going to take from the goals that you wrote down so that you can create that non-negotiable list that you can look at every single week and go, did I hit these things? If you didn't, is it because something unexpected happened? Is it because there's too many things on that non-negotiable list? Is it because I need help? But you can then look at what was my plan? What were the actions that I wanted to take? And then if those actions don't fit, how come? Right? Now you can make some choices. But if you don't have that non-negotiable list, then you'll be really, really, it will be really easy for you to simply be swayed 
by, oh, I've got this work I got to get done for this client. Oh, I've got this work I have to get done for this client because that's where our focus goes first. And so instead, by looking at that non-negotiable list, you can say, here's the things that I promised myself that I would get done for this business. And did they get done or did they not get done? And what's the reason behind them? That's what's really going to help you uh, when it comes to working on the business and making sure that you are guided by those goals. So what working in your business really means is that this is how we keep it running. Okay. This is how we, we give the value to our clients. This is how we make sure that we don't have those massive dips multiple times a year. We're not on some kind of crazy roller coaster. We are able to create relationships with other people that are important to our business, regardless of how they are important. We are able to uh, make sure that we are attracting the right people to our business as well. So we have the right clients that are coming to our business and that we are making sure that we are outsourcing the right things so that we can spend more time working in our circle of brilliance and so that we can find people who work in theirs. We can build this amazing team that is strong and resilient so that we can work together to get towards these goals. You always want to make sure that when you're looking at your business as a whole, again, remove yourself, remove yourself out of that concept of this is my baby. Instead, think of the business. What does the business require right now? If you were, if you ran a McDonald's and you were, you know, working the, the McDonald's model, it would say you're supposed to put through this many things and this many things, and it would be laid out that way. You don't have to go that deep with your business, but think about it in that way. What does the business require? The business requires income. So do I have a solid set of income coming in or is my income up and down? If my income's up and down, how can I make it more flat? Not necessarily flat, but more flat. How do I make sure we don't have those massive dips and valleys? What's required in order to happen? That becomes a goal in the business. And how do I get there? Here's the steps I want to take to make sure I get there. So whether you can't, you know, you got to think some of the things you can't outsource, and some of the things you can, and that totally depends on your personal business model, but look at what you can outsource. What are the things that you can do? It doesn't mean to say you have to do them all tomorrow, but you can literally make, I don't know, you put sticky notes on your wall even. It says job titles or, or pieces of your business that you're looking to outsource in the future. doesn't have to be today. And then when you're ready to take on somebody, when you're ready to outsource something, you can look at the list and say, which one of these things is going to drive me the craziest in the next little while? And how can I get some help? Could be short-term help. It could be long-term help. Okay. There's always things that only you can do. Like I said, me showing up for the podcast, creating TikTok videos, being live with my clients on Zoom videos. That's something that I can't outsource, but I can delegate other pieces of it. So this podcast, for example, somebody else edits the audio, writes the show notes, posts it. Those things I don't have to do. Somebody else can do them. So, you know, just because the podcast needs my voice and I need to be present to give you the knowledge that I want to give you in this podcast doesn't mean to say that I have to do the whole thing, right? Break it down, find the pieces. Um, And that's what this really means. The other piece to this in working smarter and not harder and in and out of your business is the way that we build our teams. You've heard me say, you want to build a strong team. You want to build a team where you are a spoke on the wheel, just like everybody else on your team, that you are not the hub of the wheel. If you're the hub, then every single spoke has to go through you. 
Okay. Think about that great big wheel, right? You don't need to be the hub. If you're the hub, you are also the bottleneck. So instead, each and every one of you needs to be a spoke on that wheel so that you can each rely on each other. So each one of you can support each other. If one spoke on a wheel breaks, the wheel doesn't collapse. It takes a whole lot of spokes for that wheel to collapse. And so that's the type of strong team you want to build. Everyone needs to be coming to each other. Everybody needs to be reliant on each other of the team, not just coming to you, the business owner, for what's going on. You want to make sure that everybody is, you know, reliant on each other to make sure things happen. Now, if, like I said, if you are this, if you are the hub, you can totally change that. If you are the hub in your business right now and you are the bottleneck, you can move things so that you don't have to be that hub. You can make it so that everybody's interrelying on each other without changing all your team around. Just change the way that you run your team. That's all. But when you create this, your business can run without you. Ha <laughs> Have you ever taken a holiday where you didn't take your laptop and your phone with you to the beach? <laughs> it can happen. And this is how you want to make sure that you have a team that is strong and solid, that they rely on each other and not just on you. Because if everything has to come through you, then you have no choice but to bring that laptop and that, and that uh, phone to the beach with you because they all need your answers. You want to make sure that they know that you care about their input. You want them to give your input and please be open to receiving their ideas. It doesn't mean to say that their ideas have to be implemented, but they have to be heard. They have to be understood. And people need to feel valued when that information is given to them as well or, or coming from them as well. And when you have this beautiful relationship with your team, when you rely on each other, when everybody else has everybody else's back, when everybody feels like they're heard and they have a voice and their ideas may be implemented into what's making things better around the company, when they're all working towards a common goal, you can move mountains, all right? Okay, so we wanna make sure that we're working on our business, not just in our business, when working smarter and not harder, make sure that you are working in your circle of brilliance for as much as possible, outsourcing the things that aren't your circle of brilliance and build that amazing team so that you can create an amazing business. I hope you have a fantastic week and I'll talk to you next week. Thank you so much for listening to the Overgivers Anonymous podcast. Your support means the world to me. You can find show notes for this episode and other goodies at overgiversanonymous.ca. And if you enjoyed this episode or you enjoyed the podcast in general, why not join us in the Overgivers Anonymous Facebook group where you can connect with overgivers from all over the world. Head on over to geekygirl.ca slash group.